Down by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Almost 10 past 10. Welcome back to uh, Racing <laughs> HQ Saturday. Welcome to Behind the Gates. And... Yeah, on a Ramwick track that it appears is deteriorating all the time. It's a great shame, but look, it was sort of half forecast. It is where it is, and uh, we will just have to deal with it. We might go trackside and check in with a man who I'm tipping is there now and can just give us the latest from Royal Ramwick. Darren Flindell. Darren, a very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, uh, Richard. It's uh, it's very overcast. We've had our fair share of rain this morning, I think upward of five mils since the initial uh, track inspection, so a heavy eight's the going. Uh, looking to the south, it's uh, still looking quite gloomy, so there's possibly a little bit more rain to come and a fairly significant breeze coming in from the, from the south as well, so... Um, so it's a heavy eight now, and uh, I think it's fair to say that's it won't be getting any better than that as the day goes on, although there is a significant uh, a significant southerly breeze blowing. Okay, thank you, Darren. 0419-767-272. Flick your text in, 0419-767-272. Brad Davidson, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Good morning, Hills, and uh, good morning, Darren, and everyone listening. Yes, I'm um, just having a look at the radar. It, it looks pretty clear, but um, we know... These storms on the, the New South Wales coast, they can just appear out of absolutely nowhere. So we've got to keep that in mind. But, um, yeah, we're dealing with a, a heavy A-track. I hope it won't get too much worse than that. Good day of racing. Tough day. I mean, these couple of weeks are always tricky because you've got so many horses resuming and they're hard to all line up. But um, we'll, do our, we'll do our best on the card to um, get through with a few winners. That is the ID. Andrew Hurley. Hurls, good morning to you. What's happening? Top of the morning to you, Hainsey. Brad, and also Darren. Is it really uh, the top of the morning? Oh, yeah, no, it is. It is. <laughs> How was Allianz last night, Hurls? Uh, it, was, uh, it was very good. The facilities uh, are outstanding, actually. Yeah, no, You um, did go? Yeah, I did go, actually. I um, saw a stack of lines uh, lining up for food and drink. And no, people do that for me. Yeah. No, in general. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, you mean just get like, yeah. Go no, on. it was, um, yeah, no, it was fantastic. We had a... a, a, a bit of a catch-up before the game and then uh, oh, that whole facility now like I mean it was a lot of disruption I know you were disrupted personally um, Darren when all the um, all the uh, infrastructure was going in for the rail line the, the tram or whatever you want to call it but you just get straight from central and you can go up to the races you can go to the SFS the SCG it's uh, it's fantastic and they're, and they're oh. so regular as well so yeah Trend. Yeah, it's brilliant with the uh, the L2 and the L3 Ooh. operating now. And, uh, yeah, if you're coming in from the east or in from, from central, it's also convenient now. But that atmosphere watching uh, on the Channel 9 coverage last night, that was just outstanding. It was like a, a state of origin grand final all rolled into one. Yeah, no, they did it, they did it really well. It, as far as the game is concerned, um, you know, it was a bit of a fizzer, I guess, but it's on again next week. Well, if you're a Roosters fan, now... Uh We'll come to Hurls again just to, to get the overall behind-the-gates multi-pitcher. But, Darren, yes. who are you staking your claim with today? I'm going with She's Extreme. Mm. I think she's the the quality filly. And whether she doesn't actually win this race today, she's going to be right around the money. But I, I, I quite like to try behind Malkovich. That was fine. And when I keep going back, like she was so versatile, she she was so good in the sprints, and then she she scored a much deserved win in the Champagne over a mile at the end of her preparation. But what really won me over was announcing her track gallop at Rose Hill last Saturday between races. It was running rather heavy rain, 
and her figures were, were quite impressive and she just looked to be cruising uh, all the way up the straight and she ran a significantly faster last 600 metres on the bridle than they did in the opening highway race. I just think there's a lot of quality with She's Extreme and for our multi today, I don't think she'll be missing the top four. In fact, I'm certain of it. Yeah, Anthony Cummings uh, just saying we're dealing with just an athlete and uh, she's a, a real, real highlight horse there today. If we have to drag uh, Brad Davidson away from the US Open Tennis for a second for your <laughs> multi-horse today. Brad. I'm going the, uh, oh dearie me, Demonor. Oh, there's, there goes a racket. Yeah, Demonor. And there goes... Demonor, Alex Demonor out. He just missed a, an easy smash to uh, get knocked out of the US Open. Were but, you um, no, 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 just like, watch, just like following the Aussies. I'll Don't I'm have to bet on everything. The, uh, um, Richard, don't have to bet on everything. Isla taking the first set against Serena Williams as well, so go Isla for Australia there, and obviously Nick Kyrgios in her bed now. But, uh, yes, uh, yeah, behind the racket, yes, exactly. <laughs> as one of the producers just yelled out. But my multi-horse today, I'm going the soft option because I feel like I... If I go the soft option, then we've only got to get three home, and you guys like to go a bit wider, so we got the we got the price there anyway, so might as well lock in Zaki. Uh, I think he's the good thing of the day. Um, I think he just wins, and uh, if he doesn't win top four, he, you know, you'd think something would, would have gone wrong, and we don't want that to happen, of course. So uh, mm. for me, it's it's all about Zach. It would be a great shock if he wasn't to run. Yes. Top four today. Zero four we one really nine. Need a drum roll here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. What, what for the other two? Yeah. Well, you, you probably you, well, you wouldn't know yet because it's been a late. Um, a late change. I know, I know you're on Mask Crusader. Wow. You I'll, lost uh, Mask Crusader yeah, at 9.30. You so. just knew he was coming out, didn't you? You sort of knew So he the was. substitute is? We had a chat with John Steinmetz this morning. And I think there won't be a tougher oh. horse at Ramwick today, and he doesn't mind a wet track than Mike Rayner. And I'd love to see oh. him win. That was that deathly silence there, Darren, didn't feel me with a whole lot of confidence either. <laughs> I... No, we, can't turn it, we can't turn it. I'm more confident with Mike Rona than Mask Crusader, I tell you. I'm glad he came out because it was a two-horse race, that race. We'll get to it later, and he wasn't mm. one of them. Um, and I think Mike Rona is a, a great top four hope. I totally do. I think the price is obviously firmed up this morning, but uh, he'll go forward, make his own luck, blinkers on. He's got the ratings to be right in the finish there. So I think he, your substitutes would be better than your first one. Well, that's that's good, isn't it, Darren? It fills you with confidence. That, yep. um, <laughs> well, <laughs> it does run a lot of placings. Been that's, all placed to, that's all he has to times. do. That's all he uh, has to do, to be that's fair. That's a massive, massive in-the-money strike rate. So yeah, I was just a bit taken back when you picked the midway race, but uh, that's fair enough. You'll either be a hero or a villain very early in the day. Exactly. We're all, we're all the, away, now, we, away we go, or it's curtains. Keep this drum roll. Oh, keep no. this drum rolling, Hurls. Hurls, uh, you've gone with a horse in the Chelmsford. Mm. And now I like a horse in the Chelmsford at big odds that I was told you can't have that horse. And that's fine. We'll get to that shortly. But who are you with? And what price did the tab put up for behind the gates punters? I'm going with Benno. Um, look, it, it, it looks the ideal metropolitan horse. First up, it definitely had the flashing light on it. Some people agree with second up syndrome, others don't. Brad's uh, giving me a dirty look here. Uh, yeah, but John, I, John O'Shea, if you're listening, just let us know if Hurl's on the right track. Flick us a text if, if you think Hurl's is going okay here, John, please. Because I know John would be trying to work out his morning around the De Bordley quiz, but go on, Hurl's. Um, I, I, I'm a big believer in trusting your eye, and I think if he backs up that performance, um, obviously placed in the derby, backs up that performance first up, I think he'll run top four and we're getting a nice price to find out. So, in total, today we have for the Behind the Gates multi, 
We have Mike Croner, She's Extreme, Zaki and Benno, all to run top four, and you're getting $8, and we're looking for four on the bounce. So um, get involved there. Go to today's offers, and you'll see it there under the um, under the Behind the Gates Multi. It's, um, well, it's just says racing office behind the gates multi now this absolutely went berserk last week and you officially have till 11 o'clock but if it's uh -huh. uh, if customers get involved uh, early uh, it will be closed so get involved uh for the behind the gates multi we can darren's phone's ringing broadcast. yeah just taylor's writing uh yeah hello broadcast <laughs> just taylor's on uh Solire in the first number 18 i think that's okay. the uh, well that might have been announced earlier, but Dave's just got it downstairs. Just Taylor on 18 in the opener. Speaking of Hello Broadcast, uh, that horse got home for you during the week, Darren. Yes. Yeah, that was a bit of a thrill. It was in the last at Sandown. It all packed up at Warwick Farm. I was rushing down the stairs to try and find somewhere to watch it, and I just found one little TV screen right down the bottom, and there was just me and one other guy there watching it. and. Well I, uh, I really enjoyed it. Good well on done. you. Well done. Well done. Let's go to the uh, the comments here. Again, text line open, 0419 Let's go with um, Vince in Arncliffe. We're going to go to the tramway for a start. Panel, do you think Ice Bath is a chance today? And Richard, go the chooks. Thank you, Vince. Well, Brad, I'll, I'll start with you, the tramway. We know it's all about Zaki, but... She has to come into it if she wasn't before. Yeah, I mean, she's, she gets in okay, doesn't she, under the, the weight scale and whatnot. Um, my concern with her is I think her, her her track ability is was always overplayed for the simple fact that she loves them, but it seems to be the only horse everyone thinks about when it starts raining. Yeah. So um, my little she's concern with default, her is, she? yeah, exactly right. And she gets back, she peaks later in the prep. She always peaks third and fourth up. Mm. And she peaks over a mile at Ramwick. So can she beat Zaki? Not for me, no, but can she run on as a top three for sure? But, yeah, like I said, it's all about Zaki. He's just better than them, simple as that. Uh, he won the tramway first up last prep. He was uh, first up last year. He only beaten first up last prep because he was being aimed at a 1,300-metre race. He was scratched from there due to the wet track, I think, and had to, had to resume at a mile and was just nabbed on the line. He's been trialling well. He's got the residual fitness. He handles wet ground and... He just parks up on speed and just goes crunch. Uh, he's too good for them. And that's about all. I'm surprised Profondo's in this race. Um, I thought the Chelmsford was a great race for mm -hmm. him at 1600. But they've decided to obviously keep him here. The wet track's an issue. And look, he was good first up, but he's still a length or two off Zaki for me. And uh, three converge. He'll probably need to hit out with the big weight. So, yep, Ice Bath a place chance. But Zaki, the good thing of the day for me. What about you, Darren? Yeah. Yeah, ice bath uh, place uh, only with me, uh, with the with the blinkers going back on. Really disappointed that Prime Candidate scratched here. It's really just ensured that there's going to be no pace at all. So Ozaki should just be right there in the in the prime position, and I couldn't tip against him under the conditions that we're under now. Um, Profondo. I worry about a little bit on the heavy track, but I loved his first up run. It didn't really go to plan, and the way he chimed in, he looked the winner there briefly at the at the 200 metres before Animo went up the inside and just uh, scooped him up. But I loved that first run back by Profondo, and he's the the only danger I thought to to Zaki and Converge will be hitting the line really well. So I know there's a jackpot in the big six today, a hundred thousand. And uh, this will be very playable today with the likes of Eduardo and Zaki going around in two of those six legs. 
Yeah, I see Dave from West Hoxton's asked about Profondo, and he said exactly what you did, um, uh, Brad, in terms of... Uh, good morning, fellas. Uh, thoughts on Profondo in the tramway over 1,400? I would have thought the 1,600 in the Chelsea would have been the better option. Yeah, obviously they want to get him to settle and, and think that they'll get a better speed in, the, in this race, but now that Prime Canada's out, that probably takes that out yeah. too. But it just looks like the Chelmsford's a bunch of horses looking... Good horses, but mainly looking for further. And he was that mile horse that had that sharpness and just looked the looked clear top pick for me in that race. And then they come here and take on Zaki. I just think, I think they pulled the wrong rein personally. But um, Richard Lip might have the last laugh later on today. And I'm 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 going to have an opinion in always. And um, but good luck to them. And I'm wrong a lot of the time. So just, give you the tip. Just just the like Annabelle said he's ready to go. And that's fine. But there's that also, you know, she's also put a half a little caveat saying he's a bit fresh and he'll, he'll need it too. Whereas Profondo's had that run. He just gets that much better a run today. Yeah, but was it overplayed the other day? I mean, he was three wide, but he wasn't doing that much. Like he was, they were just jogging along and he wasn't even over racing that what, much. What was Animo on those horses? Yeah, but Zaki was the best as good as Animo. Well, like he's, he's on that same I level. Know. and. Yeah. And for me, yes, I, I get what Annabelle's saying. I think you parade a little bit big, and I'm hoping they take him on because I'm happy to back him on the drift. For me, he's got the residual fitness. He's got the trials, and he's just you – know, we get this time of the year where we see these real classy ones come back. And, and look, I, I've always – well, it's an interesting horse because I've always been a little bit against him sometimes, but today I just think it's just perfect for him. I just think it's set up great. Okay, um, chaps, that other guy, Rehello Broadcast, was my son. Darren was uh, was quite chuffed. Cheers, David from Wattlegrove. So, um, good on you there, um, David from Wattlegrove. That was uh, his son watching uh, the race, if that makes uh, any kind of uh, sense there. Thank you, David. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. So, so that was that was your company the other the other day. It sounds, it sounds <laughs> yeah, like the, there was only the two of us. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> right, hopefully okay. you both had something on now. Um, not the midway, Hainsy Ryan from Charleston. That's a cursed race. I'm sorry, Ryan, but um, it's the midway for me today. Just just the conditions. It's gonna. It's a f- Don't worry about the midway. Yeah, midways it's are some of the better betting races on the card. Well, it's a funny old day with the rain around. The track deteriorating. I just. I'm happy to be with a horse who is, uh, I mean, Mike Rayner is a tough bugger, near speed, and he'll just keep on grinding. One thing I'll say to any punter is forget about the class of a race. Often the best race to bet in is a maiden. Midways can be the best, highways can be the best. Sometimes the worst race to bet in are group one races. It just all depends on the setup of a race. And yes, I know people will argue midways and highways are very open. But my best results over the last year, without doubt, in midways and highways. They're the, okay. they're the races where you're able to find one at 10s or 12s that should be 6s and, and, and have a really good bet because you know as well there's tempo in those races. There's always tempo. Where group one races, how many times do they just jog up front and sprint home and best horse doesn't win? Where a lot of the times in midways and highways, best horses will win. I love well, betting be in concerned those about. Brad, my big concern about this midway race today is where is the, the pace going to come from? Possibly possibly um, Richard's tip there, Mike Croner. Yep, which is great. Named after the race thing. caller in the US, Michael Rona. Hasn't he made a, a great career over there, Darren? He, um, yes, is, is, he, is he Southern California? I, yes, I believe so, yes. Yeah. Wow. He's been wow. there oh, probably over 30 years now. Uh, what, a, uh, what a career, what a life... Uh, and some great stories to tell. Let's go to race four. And Hurls, I might grab a market from you, please, for this City Tattles uh, Cup, a mile and a half. And uh, the question is, she's a man-eater. 
I messaged about before her first Aussie start. I've backed her in each of her starts. No return so far. Any positive comments for today, please, because I'm going to back up again. Thanks, Craig. So I'm not going to mark it for, the, uh, for race four here, Hurls, and then we'll... Um, Hand that over to the boys. Yeah, Cadro de Noir is the favourite. Three eighty to four dollars. Too much to bears. Four sixty and solid through Irish eyes. Four eighty to five. Six dollars. No change for Arapeo. Uh, Chalkstream's been the one they're back today. Eight dollars into six dollars. Now even oh. allowing for Lord Ardmore and Grove Ferry coming out. Nineteen by fifteen and eleven by eleven. They went up twenty one dollars uh, for Chalkstream, and so this has been a sustained push uh, ever since the market opened. Everyone's found him. Yeah. Uh, well, three, three people man. in particular. Yeah, she's a man. Not sure if he's sixty-one dollars. Okay. Yeah, that's so, off, that's I'm, off the back of money. I'm just looking at this um, this chalk stream, and it's yeah, Wooshka. As soon as the market opened, I backed him uh, here a fortnight ago, and he was. Uh, what did he do? He read when the when the gates opened and missed it by ten lengths and was probably beaten about ten. He was beaten exactly ten there at the end. Um, that was to, that was distressing to see that there at the start. But that's an incredible amount of money coming in today because uh, there was very little support for him there, going off at nineteen dollars in that race. But he ran so well second up in Australia last time over a mile and a half behind no compromise. Jeez, that is a decent go. And in regards to she's a man-eater, how unlucky she been with the two runs in Sydney? She hasn't been able to find a heavy track until today. Well, she's got it with that uh, sterling record on uh, on heavy going. She 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 could be the surprise packet here. She's a man-eater. Yeah, not for me. She's a man-eater. I mean, wet track maybe. But, um, yeah, I would need to improve off the two runs over here. Um, Chalkstream, great chance. Just gets back but runs on. As, as Darren said, that second up run went wide in the Queen's Cup is very good for a race like this. So I landed on the inform track and distance winner, Cadre de Noir, but I think Chalkstream will run very well and starting to warm to that horse as well. Okay. So, yeah, I look there at the stayers, uh, that race. That'll be a battle of the toughest and fittest hurls. Indeed. Uh, you better get on and get on quick if you want to take the uh, behind the gates multis. Oh, behind the gates multi because, um, yeah, we're... About to hit the uh, about to hit the ceiling with it. Gee, it's only been up in fifteen minutes. Mm, mm. Such is the popularity. They must like Mike Rayner in the midway for a start at the very least. Jeez, I reckon if, if we if if we land this again today, I reckon we'll be getting the tap on the shoulder soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're good for it, Darren. They're okay. Goodness me, just trying to just trying to help them, aren't we? Those those good people at the tab. Indeed. Anyway, there's a there's a generic text. Profondo knocked up last start. Yeah, anyway, we've covered. We've, yeah, he did, we've covered but, he, that. but he's won the mile. That's the query. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Flick your uh, flick your text into the guys. You might only have about uh, fifteen minutes to go here. So zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Boys in the highway. Mark G's horse Platara is way over the odds. Its heavy form is elite. And its general form is better than most of them. So let's go back to race number one, Hurls. I might grab a, a highway market. And our, our person there is keen on Platara. But what are you seeing there? Yeah, we don't see one as short as this very often uh, in a highway. And that's Opal Ridge. Well, it's 215 to 240 today. But uh, been a sustained push since the market opened. Participators, 480 to $5. So country, 11 to 10. 12 to 11, pure fuego. Now, the horse that... Uh, that uh, particular gentleman has uh, 
called in about is... Tab number five. Yeah, it's $61 to $31 today. So they have had a spec on it. I'll tell you if that's market opinion or money. And I can tell you, uh, yeah, it's off the back of money. Yeah, today. Who are you you tipping in the highway, Darren? I I quite like this. I think there's a bit of depth to the race today. I think the... Actually, I'm probably going to buck the trend. I might be the only one in Sydney that's not tipping the favourite here at Apple Ridge because I think there's a bit of depth uh, to this highway. I've liked uh, a lot of the runs of Pure Fuego uh, when he's come to town. And uh, of all the chances in the race, I think he's come up with the best draw. Not that he's going to be up there in the leading division, but he could probably hold a position, I'd, I'd say, in the first half of the field at least uh, with Sherry aboard. And Sherry was on for his first up run behind Boom Boom Basil, which was a good run. And I loved his run in the benchmark 78 last time behind the Big Easy in relation meeting this field today. But obviously a participator uh, gets a better run into it today. It's a chance. Platara, I certainly wouldn't oppose. That was, wasn't a bad run at Maruya last time. I mean, Opal Ridge, obviously, the spotlight's on her, but technically she's not even three yet. Um, so uh, she's going up against some very seasoned uh, horses here today, Opal Ridge, but the booking of James McDonald's a huge plus. Um, yeah, Optimo's come out. The other one that I've, I've got an eye on here is the, the mayor from Coffs Harbour, Mosquita. Uh, who's won two in a row there at Grafton and Coffs Harbour, and they've been good wins. So I think there's a bit of quality with this mare, and I think they're coming to town at the right time, and she's offering good value. So I'm looking at Pure Fuego on top over Mosquito, Participator, and I put the favourite Opal Ridge in for fourth. So, Brad? Yeah, Plataris. We've got that form around Iconic Dame beating that horse, which bodes well for a, for a highway, and was wide there first up. My little concern is obviously the just whether it'll run the, the strong 1,200. Um, when, when a horse has all three wins at a thousand, it's always a little bit of an alarm bell for me. But wet track form's good. Um, can definitely uh, suggest it's not hopeless at odds there. I wouldn't be talking that punter out of it. Opal Ridge for me, I think she ticks all the boxes. J Mac back in grade and and uh, should have won two starts ago. Wide the other day for Give. Started what, twelve thirteen dollars in a Silver Shadow. I think the only danger is participator, but I think he might get too far back. So Opal Ridge for me, but look short enough at the price. Well found, but does look the obvious. Midway question here. Won't worry about too much about the market here, Hurls, although maybe just give us the favourite for the, for the midway. Is it, is it still Scorch Land or where's Mike Rona sitting? Okay, I can tell you as we speak, Mike Rona's a $6.50 chance. Uh, Scorch Land is the favourite, but um, in terms of dollars held, it's Scorch Land in front of Bella Violet, which has been popular today. Then we go to Basio, Basio del Mist. Hi, guys. I reckon Baccio Del Mist is a sure thing today in the midway. Any opinions there? Baccio Del Mist. Brad. Uh, Good win last time out. A bit bit stronger here, though. But, um, look, gee, it was an impressive turn of foot, and the late figures were were promising enough. So can can be running on, but um, not in my top four. I was impressed with the the finish there at Canterbury. I, I didn't find a spot for in the top four at the end of it, but I really, really like that. Canterbury win and the longer trip today shouldn't be any handicap at all so if you're a fan on on Baccio del Mist there I certainly wouldn't talk you out of backing uh, that mare. Okay let's go to the Chelmsford race eight we haven't uh, had a a real look we're going to get into the features now uh, with the guys race eight 
uh, hurls, the Chelmsford Stakes. What's the tab market telling you now? And we have a Stockman question on the back of that. Yeah, I'll get to Stockman in a moment. Three forty to three dollars surefire. Montefilia four eighty out to six dollars. It's been very easy today. Mwanga's six fifty, no change. Benno nine to eight fifty. 850 to 950 numerian. Uh, we've got Knight's Order 19 to 17. Stockman, uh, 17 to 18, back to $17. I can tell you there's been money for it today. In fact, it holds the third most amount of money invested on the race today and fourth since the, the market opened. Um, interesting. Why is Montefilia soft? Because Pace? It, yeah, no, because it firmed too much in early betting. Yeah. Someone would have had a bet and they would have gone 12s into $4 and, and then they get out as a result. They just overreact the bookies. Back to the right do. kind of price now. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. They overreact early and then they and then they uh, bounce back out late. But look, she's a she's a good chance for sure. Um, tough race because you've got eye catchers of horses, Ben O, Stockman, but they're all probably looking for further at the same time. And then you've got a horse like New Marion who gets here fresh. Sharp, Annabelle Nisham said, sharper than normal this prep too. So a little positive tick there. I think he can run well. Mawanga, I was with him a little bit, but now the the weather's got me a little bit concerned. Surefire's too short, but can win. But do you want to be taking short price about a horse on a Melbourne Cup campaign, second up at a mile? It's that type of race. It always is every year. Mm. It's it's that gr- group of horses. Great group of horses. Great group, but at their wrong distance. So yeah. you're looking for that. That's why I said Profondo, like Aloe. Because unless you wink, so it didn't matter what distance. <laughs> exactly right. But it's that group of horse. Yep. Uh, Darren, uh, a Stockman comment, and how are you reading the Chelmsford? I can understand why the money's coming for Stockman. He's got the reputation of being the best wet tracker or heavy tracker in this field, uh, clearly. So I do respect that. I ended up going with Modophilia because I just think she's the the class runner of this field, and uh, and that's what I, I settled on at the end. But um, Surefire, I love what we saw out of him first up and we saw when he won his first up start in Australia he held his form at his second up run. I think New Merion's going to run really well. In fact, I was very close to putting New Merion on top and in hindsight I probably should have uh, at the price. It'll get a good run right up on the speed and there's very little pace, I think, outside the Waterhouse runners of Knight's Order and Entente so I'm sort of thinking New Merion might get into a very prominent role. It was handy in that trial behind Supervino and... Um, Beyond that, um, Benno running on and, and Stockman as well. It's probably one of my least favourite races of the day. But I've, I've tipped Montefilia on top, but the bet could well be Numerian. Okay. Um, a Concord Stakes market, please, Hills. Race five, the Concords at 8th, 2pm. Mask Crusader uh, came out at 9.30. How's, uh, how's the Concord market looking now, Hills? Been very good support today for Andermatt. It's into 3.60. Eduardo's at a 2.10 quote. Zapateo, $7. Malkovich at 11. Mask Crusader's out. Athletic at 15. And Shelby, 66, is at 16. Now, in terms of the fluctuations today, gee, I wouldn't have thought 24 hours ago you'd be getting this sort of price uh, for Eduardo, but you certainly are. And if I just get the figures <coughs> up in front of me I can tell you uh, we went up 230 yeah $1.90 uh, this morning it's out to 210 now allowing for that scratching of Mars Crusader it's it's a decent drift if you like um, yeah the money's come for Andamat that's that's the one that they're, they're jumping on Zapateo's in a dollar from eight dollars to seven dollars and did peak at 950 earlier today okay well Darren let's have a talk about this race it is a bit of a an audition for you know Godolphin are going to try and find out where some of their horses are at but 
I mean, Eduardo's the horse to beat the market, would say. What are you thinking, Darren? It's the first time he's run in this race, too, Eduardo. Uh, normally he starts uh, a fortnight later. But, uh, you know, he goes great at the distance. The heavy track form is there for all to see. I thought his trial um, was all right, I guess, uh, here at Roundwick. wonder what's, what's going on with the winner of that trial, Joyful Fortune. Um, Mark Newnham thought, boy, it went well against Eduardo. I just find going through this field under the conditions today, I've got to tip him. But I do respect this brilliant first up form that, that Andermatt has shown preparation after preparation. And although it was only a benchmark 88 at, at Canterbury when he resumed back in April, that was some performance. That day on a heavy 10 just absolutely blew them away. His barrier trial at Hawkesbury was terrific. So he's the, the only one I can really look at causing an upset now there's no Mars Crusader. You know, with Malkovic in the race, they will go along quickly. And Eduardo, obviously, Nash will just get right in the slipstream of Malkovic. I thought the, the one that might hit the line well at attractive odds and run into a place is rocketing by. I thought he showed significant improvement from his first start to his second start. And I thought he could be a good one to play in your trifectas, rocketing by. Good run the other day, wasn't it, rocketing by? A little sneaky mm. one. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know if you'll land up to these, but I think Darren's on the mark in terms of that, you know, four-third spot. Maybe over to sleep a sneak a little third spot there or something. But um, yeah, it's a racing two, simple as that. And it was even when Mars Crusader was in the race. But uh, I was a lot keener on Eduardo before the rain this morning. And I'm actually now going, well, it all depends on pattern. It is a real pattern race here. If it's if they're getting wide, Andermatt's the one. If it's inside, Eduardo's the one. I think that comes down to... One thing I'll say about Eduardo is I always like leaders to lead and... The fact that Malkovich isn't going to lead, yes, he can sit off. He's been able to do it before, but it just takes away a little bit of, a little bit of advantage he's going to have. It means he's only, a, you know, he's going to be less than, well, well, a length or so less than he would have been in front of uh, Andermatt had Malkovich probably not been in the race. So he's going to be able to get to the middle, Andermatt. If that's the pattern, he's going to be hard to hold out on the wet track. But Eduardo's the class. A little bit disappointing first up last prep, but it was the Flemington Straight. Um, we know he's good fresh. He's definitely the 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 class group one sprinter. Andermatt's still got to prove it, but his figures say he's up to it, and, and there's no surprise for the move. I marked him around that 210, 360 mark. I know they're around that now, but it'll be interesting to see if it continues. I think it's all depending on pattern. What about the party boy, Shelby? No. no, no. Well, Danny Williams Darren? is 351 here. Danny Williams is sort of pouring... Cold yeah. water on uh, the party boy. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is his, his first trip to town for a while. He's had a, not barrier trials. I think there's been three of them. He'll um, start shorter the, the, on the, 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 the weather, the weather, the better. But yeah, but yeah. but his trial was, yeah. I mean, his trial wasn't great, and and he was one of those horses that it was the perfect storm last preparation. It was all happening. He was in form. It was the wet tracks and everything. Now he's got to come back and start again, mm. and he's got to go back to that old platform in a way. So. Um, for me, I, you, I, I marked him huge odds here. I could be wrong, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take him on. 351 will give me. Beautiful. One thing that trial showed, I think, um, was that at Wagga uh, with Shelby 66 is I might be having a better Queen Bean on Monday, the horse that ran second to him there, King Gutho. Yeah, he'd probably go went around up, at about $1.10. I don't think anyone missed that. Went up fives uh, and was into $2 within about one minute. Uh, are right. you serious? They went up $5? Yeah. Fair dink. Yeah, I think so. Really? I think so. Oh, I saw. I thought I saw two forty this morning before I came over, and was actually thinking that might be a reasonable quote. Uh, two twenty-five. Uh, not, not, 
no, think no. they might have went up somewhere else. No, $5. Two, Let's put it that no, way. We went up, went up. Oh, okay. We went up two fifty. Yep. Yeah. What somewhere else went up ahead of the tab? Yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, it doesn't normally happen, does it? No. So. <laughs> Can uh, can we get on to race ten, guys? There's a, a few horses that our texters would like to to know in race ten, the last of the day. Might uh, come uh, come to you from Marketing Hills. Yeah, Wicklow, the favourite, four dollars to three fifty. Niffler been up for a while. Niffler five dollars to six dollars. Bold Max ten dollars to eight dollars. Eight fifty to nine. Back to eight fifty for Alcyon. Opacity seven fifty out to eight fifty. That's uh, a look at the fluctuations. Investment wise. Alcyone's been the best fact runner today in front of the favourite Wicklow, who's specking there for Giannis and also Paternal. So uh, what about, uh, John from Balmain says, what about two rough horses in the last, Luncey's and Giannis? And there was also another horse that uh, a listener wanted a bit of a, a comment on, which was Welsh legend. So, uh, Darren, I might come to you first and... Just, uh, yeah, I suppose, an overall take on this last race, but the, the Texas want to know a bit about number two, Luncey's, uh, nine, Giannis, and 15, Welsh Legend. Right, OK, we'll go bottom upwards. Forget Welsh Legend. She hates the, she, she hates the heavy. Um, Giannis, no. Luncey's I wouldn't be opposed to. Um, I think... I'm borderline whether I'm going to put Luncey's in the quaddy. I actually do like a big ruffy in the last. Big ruffy. Uh, form's been disgraceful for quite some time, but I think it's time to renew the vows. Kiss the, Kiss bride. the bride. With the blinkers going on today. Leeds does it. the ability. I saw this trial at Warwick Farm on the 15th and thought, where's this come from? This was a pretty impressive trial. It towed up Waterford, who, who won here last week. And I note the blinkers went on in that trial. So they're back on today. I think we're going to see big improvement from Kiss the Bride. And let's go back to the old days when this horse was in a bit of form. It would race on speed as well. So yeah. I think it'll be prominently ridden with Dylan Gibbons there getting the weight down to 52. The old Kiss the Bride with 52 on its back. I think it's. Uh, I reckon there'll be a, a move in the market for this later today. Yeah, yeah, Baker was giving it a little push first up. And he's got the ability there, no doubt about it, that horse. Um because I, I felt, I thought this was a pretty, very shallow race, really. I, I just couldn't form any opinion on it, and th that trial sort of just swung me around a bit. Yeah, it's it's very open, isn't it? Um, Luncey's, he'll have the flashing light on late. Back me next time. I just wonder if he'll get too far back, but he does race well fresh, so definite knockout if they're playing down the outside fence by this time of the day. I, I couldn't really give you a push for Giannis personally from gate one at that time of the day, but uh, Niffler, Badger, Badger yeah, from Newcastle, yeah, isn't I it? Mean, Niffler on top for me, but. It's, it's it's icky because it was J-Mac, perfect run last time, now loses J-Mac, now draws wide. But I think it'll actually get an OK run on my map. So I think she's going well. I've always thought she was a little bit overrated, but I think she's really uh, developed the last couple and I've actually got her on top here. But uh, the horse I'm warming to is Alcione. If they're playing wide late, the wet tracker, I think, late in the day could be Alcione. Who can't win the last? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it is one of those races. It is. It's a beauty. Can we go to race six, guys? Uh, the Furious Stakes hurls. We we need to have a bit of a talk about these three-year-old fillies. Race six, the Furious Stakes for the girls over the twelve hundred meters. Yeah, from the top in secret, three fifty to three forty. I think that will drift, uh, but we'll wait and see. Four dollars into three sixty-four. Paris Dior. She's extreme. Five fifty. 
very solid. North Star Lass, seven fifty to eight dollars. Eight fifty out to nine four. Willinga Beast, uh, nineteen seven Vars. But we took a bit of money on it on Wednesday, and we go to Russian Conquest. It's out to nineteen from twenty or into nineteen from twenty one. Looking at the hold on the race, and today narrowly Paris Dior is the most popular in front of In Secret. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, market order there. But yeah, In Secret. 340 at the moment. I think they might take it on. It's a bit skinny. Uh, just, yeah. just the question, guys. Hey, guys. Willinga Beast, wet tracker. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Plus, wild chat must come into it now. We might go back there. What are your thoughts? Let's go with Willinga Beast and your overall take on this, Brad. Yeah, well, her two best performances have been on that wet ground. A little bit plain first up, I thought, although in a bit of bit of traffic there so we can forgive and she's got that form around Paris Dior, of course, just knocked up in the Percy Sykes, was given a peach that day. So, wet track comes right into play. I went with In Secret, but I think she's very skinny in a, in a very open race. Um, this is a different grade to the other day, and although she was held up, she was still very good late, um, but it's just a just drawn a little bit wide. But, look, James McDonald sticks. So I'll, I'll go with her, but it's a it's, it's that race, isn't it? We talk about it. It's the, the fillies that are up and going versus the class coming back, the she's extremes, the, the horses, the she's a belters, those types of horses coming back. So they're all hard. How much have they developed? We'll find out more in the yard. I went in secret from Paris Dior, who I know this has been a target for the Snowdens. Um, talk, talk this horse up during the week. So uh, she's extremes, also got a great chance. And now, now we're on wet ground. But um, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see where she's extreme fits in this prep because uh, if I owned her, I'd be giving uh, Tommy Berry the biggest uh, con thank you very much because that was the only way she won the champagne. It was just a, one of the best rides you'll see. Um, and they just missed the boat with Spyburn. But she still obviously got that five-band form. She's a very classy filly. Mm. And um, we'll see how she comes back. And, and she loves the wet ground. So in secret for me, but fascinated to see how She's Extreme and a few of these come back. Darren. Yeah, I'm very keen on uh, She's Extreme. Perhaps I'm a little bit mad making her best bet on probably what's the most challenging race of the day. I have to say, this is the race I'm looking forward to more than anything. Because Paris Dior's a winning chance. Seven Vales wasn't a bad run in the Silver Shadow. Willinga Beast, obviously with the heavy conditions today, is right into it. I thought she, she really got a chance when she got the gap uh, between them last time and she just didn't pick up. The heavy track could be a, a different scenario. In Secret had that chequered passage. I was just concerned about the draw within Secret, although under the conditions now it probably doesn't matter. North Star Lass worked a backside off uh, first up there. She can run a race. I think Russian Conquest... Her trial behind Foreman Tira was great. Um, Wave Reuter Boy, no. Madame Pomeroy, no. Wingardium. Now, this is an interesting one. They've trialled her twice, Wingardium, and she's been able to show good speed out of the gates on both occasions uh, for Rachel King over the 900 metres. I think she's going to be in a far more prominent role today, Wingardium, and could run a race at big odds. This is a very, very challenging race in many respects, but I have to say it's the race I'm looking forward to the most. But I think She's Extreme did not run a bad race at any of her six runs in her initial preparation. And following that outstanding work between races at Rose Hill last Saturday, she's my pick. We might just... Uh, one more question before we let you go, Darren, and get ready for the day, and also uh, Brad for... Um, his Sky One commitments. Uh, morning, gentlemen. Like your thoughts on 10 bells in race three, but a small investment at the 34 bucks, Russell from Penrith. Thank you, Russell. So 
Uh, Hurls, a quick market here for race three, 10 bells in interest. Well, he shop well, that particular customer, because it's into $19 for 10 bells. Uh, so he's done very well. It's 23 earlier today. And uh, just looking at the race as far as the hold is concerned. I'll tell you what, I went close to um, tipping my old mate there for the for the multi, Jalay. Uh, it's $5 uh, now, Jalay. It's a wide open market. In terms of dollars held, it is Jalay. In front of party for one at 8.50. And then, yeah, 10 bells. There has been money for it. In fact, if I look at the total hold on the race since Wednesday, it's the second best backed runner, which you can't say often about uh, a $19 chance. Uh, Darren, 10 bells, I hope. Well, I think this is a little bit rich uh, for her with the highway form, and she wasn't good enough in a benchmark 72 at Canterbury. In, in previous preparation, she'd been able to win first up both times. So not for me. I, I like one at, at double figures here. Party for one. Uh, first up here over the 1,100 metres. I think in this company today... She's better uh, than most of these, and if the pace is on, which it should be with Kalesin and Rubinocchi going at it up front, I think Party for One's been given a couple of nice trials on the home track at Warwick Farm leading up to this. I'm quite keen for her, Party for One, and if successful, I'll be thinking about a glass of Sauvignon or Sauvignon. Paul will be with us in a moment. <laughs> okay, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him he's not required for the quiz. The, the windy peak. <laughs> uh, Brad. Yeah, I think she can run well in an open race, 10 bells. Uh, look at that heavy nine first up. Um, she generally handles wet tracks. The good thing about her is I know it's been highway grey, but she's got a really good record here. Two from three at Randwick, uh, 1,100, no issue. And I don't mind the wider draw at, at well, this time of the day. It's only race three, but it should be okay. So, um, uh, Rubinacci on top for me in a pretty even style of race. On the back up, out in front, rolling along with the three-kilo bonus claim of Dylan Gibbons. That'll do me. But, um, yeah, tricky little race and not talk you out of 10 bells there. Okay. Uh, Darren, we might uh, let you go and get yourself organised for race day. Before we do, best value and any any quaddy numbers you might have written down there for the listeners, please. No worries, Darren. Good chat. Good chat. Oh, hang on. Sorry. <laughs> there. We can't let you tune out just yet. Just just joking. Uh, she, she, she's extreme. The best race six, number one. And um, very keen on party for one as well. Given she's $10, I'll make her the value. Race three, number three, the quaddy. Uh, the seventh, number one, Zaki. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, then race eight. I'm going to put Moonga in with Nash booked, two Numerian, and I'm also going to put Knight's Order in as I think Knight's Order will get a soft lead here. So one, two, three, the nine Surefire, 14 Benno and 15 Montefilia. In the ninth race, uh, four Geo, six Starman and a 14 Hell I Am. In fact, that's about the only race we didn't talk about, isn't it? Race nine. Uh, so four, six and 14. And in the last, uh, four Paternal, eight Alcyon, 12 Kiss the Bride, 14 Niffler, um, and better put opacity and bold Mac in as well. So 4, 8, 12, 13, 17 and 18 and we'll leave it at that. Good on you, Darren. Thanks for joining us behind the gates. Give us strength again and good calling. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Good on a you. good one. Darren Flindell of the action. He'll be calling on Sky Thoroughbred Central today. Hi, guys. My money is on race eight, number four, Stockman. Melbourne race nine, number one. He's our Bonneval. Have they got chances? We'll get to that shortly, Brad, about your best for Melbourne and that kind of thing. But... Ramwick today, what are you keenest on? Yeah, I'm just race seven, number one. I'm a bit of a straight bat with Zaki today. We didn't want to say anything, but yeah, we... Yeah, you know. I'm a straight bat. I'm a straight bat on a, on a tricky program. Um, 
Quaddy won first out in the first leg, obviously, Zaki. 1, 2, 9, and 15 in the second leg. 2, 3, 5, 6, and 13 in the third leg. And 8, 13, 14, 17, and 18 in the last leg. That's the quaddy for today. In terms of Mooney Valley, I'll spec a couple down there. Race 5, number 1, the Inferno in the McEwen. Um, might not be ready, but I'm happy to take the odds in a race with four leaders and... He's got a great record at 1,000 at Mooney Valley. He's had genuine excuses first up the last two preps in race seven, number 15, Gravina. I think he run well fresh. He bolted in first up last prep. He'll get wide in the day here. Yeah, he's big odds at 15s, I think. And um, I think the comments from James during the week were he's flying this horse. So I'm happy with that. Thank you, mate. Pleasure. Next Saturday morning, Brad Davison. Hurls. To add. Yeah, so today, uh, if you are in venue, all races at uh, Ramwick and also Mooney Valley run second, third, or fourth. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies for your first tote win bet, and that is if you are in venue. Uh, outside of that, races one to six, Ramwick and Mooney Valley, if you're outside of venue, run second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. Jockey's challenge today, and very, very short once again, is J Mac. He's at a Dollar and forty cents. We have then got Timmy Clark at nine dollars. Uh, Fifteen Willie Pike. Any other jockey option? Thirteen Brenton of Dollar at ten. Karen McAvoy at eleven. Nineteen Huey Bowman and Nashville Willer at fifty-one dollars. And just a reminder: tickets for the Kosciuszko close this Wednesday. Just five dollars will give you a chance to be a part of the two million dollar race. And before I go, uh, good mate of mine's. Uh, Birthday yesterday. Happy 74th birthday uh, to Warren Holden, who's a avid listener, and he has Invinciano going around. Uh, he's got an ownership, or part of owner of Invinciano, which goes around today up in Brisbane. So happy birthday, mate, uh, for yesterday, and good luck. Good on you, Warren. Thank you, Hells. All right, mate.